Bum, 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 It's a little rocket belly. Bum, 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 bum. It's my buddy. Bum, 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 bum. Good morning, Drew. Good morning. Hey, we've been on a six-week series podcasting. My friend Brian Bent, who just did that beautiful musical note intro, and we'll do the outro. For three weeks, we talked to him about the loss of his dear son and the fact that he never really knew his dad and the church he planted in a pizza parlor for 13 years called the Hot Rod Church for Sinners. And then we had J.J. Wessels, my buddy, the pro surfer, for three weeks talking about his dad. But now we're back to our Dawn Patrol podcast, which is with a bro committed to grow, recapping a little bit about Dawn Patrol. And this morning we have a guy that's never been to Dawn Patrol, Drew. Good morning, Drew. Just an ordinary, boring guy. Nah. Drew, what's your last name? Bishop. Bishop. How old are you? 26. 26, laser focused, good man. Look like a Marine. Navy. Navy! Picked good it guess. up. Good guess. And what would you do in the Navy? <laughs> I was a corpsman. Corpsman, which means? Uh, it's like a military medic. A medic? Yeah. A, a military medic. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. That's a real big deal. Were you on a ship or land? No, never on a ship. I worked in hospital for two years, and then I worked in Camp Pendleton with the Marines for a couple of years. In Camp Pendleton? Mm hmm. Uh, I have many dear friends. Last week, we didn't, inter- like this morning, we interviewed Jamil. Last week we called who's an admiral? What is Josh? Uh, oh gosh, I can't he's Coast Guard, big wig, medals all over the front of him. We showed the picture of him. He's just he, a sweet. He's gear. a sir. He's a what? He's a sir. A sir? Yeah, sir. They always oh for sure. Yeah. Oh for sure. Oh for sure. He's in charge of all the waterways from Monterey to Mexico for terrorism. Through the Coast Guard. And so we he he came to faith through our community. How many years ago? Josh. Six. He wants to be called Josue now. <laughs> Whatever that was all about. <laughs> but, uh, so wow. Thank you for serving our country. How many years? Uh, just about five. Almost five years. And are you still in? I like to round up. <laughs> yeah. You still in? No, not still in. You married? I'm married. Married two kids. Two, two beautiful kids. girls. Yeah. Where do you live? Uh, we are in Castro Valley. Two Local. girls. How old are the girls? Uh, almost two. Lily will be two in May. And then Amy is five months old. Five months. I write this down just so I don't forget. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good for you. How did you meet your lady? Uh, we met four years ago. Uh, she's actually my best friend's cousin. So Best friend's cousin. It's a, it's good a way. family ordeal. Yeah, exactly. Good way. And should she work? Uh, no. she. Okay, well, actually, yeah. She works full-time with two little ones. For sure. <laughs> we were in the Young Give Adults, her some credit. Young Families Ministry Sunday, and I did a little thing. And some gal just said, I just stay at home. And I went, excuse me? Just remove that word just. Hey, that's a big deal. It's a big deal. And when your husband comes home at the end of the day and he says, what happened today? You say, I went to war today and show a little clip from the Normandy invasion. That was before lunch. I like that. I'm going to use that. It's true. It's true. These ladies and men who stay at home, it is a nonstop, constant battle of godliness, love, encouragement, training, feeding, wiping, the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So encourage her when you go home. Are you working today? I will. No, I'm not. Okay. Not working today. Oh, wow. What do you do? Uh, I am a firefighter. Oh, where at? Uh, Santa Clara County. Santa Clara. Who do we know there? Well, the battalion chief was here. He helped me open. Steve. He's a battalion chief. Just retired. Steve Cavallero. Okay. He was battalion chief of uh, what? Carlos? No. No. Uh, not Foster City. Redwood City. Redwood City. And um, good man. Lots of firemen there this morning. Like and cops. It. In good company. I good like company. It. Any cops at his table? You sat over there with Carl. He's a legend. Austin's a legend. 
No cops at that table. A couple felons. A couple Always. felons. You saw them. You know who you can point to them. So yeah, that's what we think. Young, old, black, white, cops and criminals is Dawn Patrol. I like it. Ragtag yeah. crew. That's Rag the way the disciples pirate. were. Land pirates is what we call each other. And so you saw Carl's kid all the way. How old is he? Nine? Twelve? Ten? Yeah, something like that. It couldn't be more than that. All the way to who's the old guy? Dietmar, he's 80-something. Bill wasn't there this morning. He's normally 86, something like that. Roger is listening to this podcast on his iPhone, on an app. How old is Roger? 77, 78. Leading a discipleship group, one of the Timothys. So kind of an amazing thing. Mm -hmm. Drew, when did you come to faith? Uh, I came to faith as a young young boy. Um, So I think I was... Probably five or six when I decided to follow the Lord, but I think there's a, a turning point where uh, I came to my maturity, my spiritual maturity. That's and that's that's a uh, an ongoing thing. Ongoing, yeah. <laughs> but when was when was the turn for you? Uh, the turn for me was, you know, actually when I met my wife, there was this turning point where I realized who am I? What am I doing? If do I have a shot at this girl, Lord? Who am I as a man? And that was the turning point that kind of got my wheels spinning, my gears going mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. my spiritual walk with the Lord and mm-hmm. being prepared for her. So, mm-hmm. and that was five years ago. That was no, it's probably Six. about seven years ago. Oh wow! So yeah. you're 18. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, I was 18. So you got 18 years old. You're turning towards spiritual maturity, and you're part of a church. Yeah. Then here yep. locally, uh, I went to venture. Venture. I used to go to venture, which. Used to be called Los Gatos Christian. Okay, so you were on the peninsula, right? Okay. Yep. Okay, that's a um. I, who did it? Who was there? Who was the pastor there? Chip Ingram. Chip Ingram. That's right. Chip, and he was started in Santa Cruz. Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, actually, he started in Santa Cruz and then went to Atlanta, I think it was, and then he was back there. Chip's a great man. He was going to speak at one of our men's retreats, and something happened. His wife got cancer. Something happened to Chip. Something I forget. That was like seven years ago, but he's a good man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then that you're 18, you're going to school, joining the Navy and mm-hmm. you meet the girl. Yeah. And you realize, met the girl before. Yeah. But that's but a lot yeah. going on right there. Yeah. Yeah. And then you went to the boot camp. Mm-hmm. And how did you grow spiritually in the Navy? That is a good question. Um, I think one of the ways I grew spiritually in the Navy is that there was many seasons of distance where I didn't have um, the ability to rely on a community or a group. Um, there was a season of where I just felt like I was walking with me and it was me and my wife or me and my girlfriend at the time we got married about two years in the Navy. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that it was just me and figuring out, um, how, how, how to walk with the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and, and not being in that season of, uh, community, mm-hmm. I had to rely on the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, so that, that's, Nothing better than that. Yeah. Nothing better than that. What does that look like, relying on the Holy Spirit? Uh, that's a good question. With that's a com- with a complex answer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the where the that's the whole thing. That's the key to living. Yeah. Relying on the Holy Spirit. I'm yeah. going to give you the Advocate, which will never leave you, encourage you, and teach you everything I taught you, remind you of everything, and do life with the Holy Spirit, my Spirit living through you, making the invisible Jesus seen. In culture, yeah. What's that look like for a twenty-one-year-old 
away from his girlfriend, away from his family in the Navy, relying on the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So I think, um, for me, there's, uh, I heard this once there's, there's the will of God, right. Is broken down. There's 95% of the will of God is known, right. What, what Jesus commands you to do, how the Holy Spirit leads. We, we know that, right. The 5% that we always want to pursue is the unknown will. Um, but you have to have obedience in the known will of God before the, the unknown will of God is revealed. And so, um, for me, it was just, what have I read? What have my parents taught me? What have I learned from the scripture? And am I being obedient with the known will of God? And, um, and not just waiting for opportunities to come, but seeking them out. Mm-hmm. And so um, when those opportunities arise, what does scripture say about them? And then the Holy Spirit confirming that in my mm-hmm. heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's mm-hmm. that was one of the ways I leaned on the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so in the Word, and you had a, you had a church community? I didn't for a long time. I didn't for a long time. So it was about two and a half years until I had um, gotten into a small group. It was actually in Camp Pendleton um, where I had a good friend, um, Mike and CISO, uh, that uh, he was a spiritual leader that who's uh, out, looking, out, look in, out looking to disciple young men in Camp Pendleton. That's fantastic. So, yeah. Living it. Mm-hmm. And were you living right there at, at San Ofre? Uh, no, no, we were just by the airstrip. Oh, oh, wow. I think that, I think San Onofre is a little bit north. Yep. Yep. That's by churches, trestles. Uh, it's north of the, all the, um, it's where that, that valley is where you do all the training. Oh, that's Marines. Yeah. Yeah. And what is that by the, ha- the, uh, San Mateo, Camp San Mateo. It's right there. Mm, I don't know. San Onofre, the nuclear, the nuclear plant. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, just you're right. a little yep, nerf right there. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And that's where a lot of the Marines... It's a big base, yeah. A big There's a lot of base. stuff I still don't know. <laughs> it's a big base. And so, and you were stationed there in a small group. How many guys? Uh, uh, consistently, four. Yeah, yeah. And then, no girls? Mm-mm, no. So then you just got into each other's lives and held each other up and wrestled with walking in the Holy Spirit in the military. Tough place, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, it was really necessary at that time. For you. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people le- lose their faith in the military. And some people find their faith in the military. You know, they get out and they get crazy and they get around these guys and they just think nobody's watching. Yeah? You mm. see any of that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all of the above. Ugly. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and there's money in their pockets. And total autonomy. Yeah, I, there's one thing I took away from the military uh, with just the people that I met, the relationships that I made, and just my own life, What I, uh, the decisions that I made is that people need Jesus. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. What's that look like in your estimation? People need Jesus. That's the the spice of living is Paul wrestled with it. How do I become all things to all men? First Corinthians nine for the sake of winning a few. Paul, Mm -hmm. how does that look in modern culture today with culture seemingly racing from godly living? That's a really good question. I think the first thing for me that is really important for other people uh, to draw other people in and be that is living my life as, as transparent as possible yeah. as a show for others to view and ask questions about. Acknowledging where I've made mistakes, how fall, how how short I've fallen, and um, you know he talks about boasting your weaknesses. That there is nothing more uh, magnetic. And then being vulnerable with someone and letting them know, hey, listen, I'm not Powerful. perfect either. Yeah. That was last yeah, week. This is what Jesus did Vulnerability. for Vulnerability. Yeah. Leaning into our weaknesses. 
so we can learn from each other and people can see that there's a resurrection going on inside of our lives. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Now, do you find that threatening or like weakness in a macho tismo military or fireman or, you know what I'm saying? You know what? That is something that, um, I've actually, I've, I've actually had the fortune of watching my dad go through that. He was a firefighter as well. Oh, and so getting still alive. He's still alive. Oh yeah. He's still alive. He's still ticking. (laughs) He lives up in Auburn. He actually just retired uh, April of 2017. Good for him. Yeah. But I've had the fortune of watching the successes that he's had in, um, the way that he's conducted himself in the fire service and through his career and also some of the shortcomings that he's had. And so, um, being able to learn from that, um, kind of set myself up. I, I don't think that there is a topic that's off the table when, when, when I'm talking about other people asking questions sure, sure, sure. and, yeah, and we'll doing my last, yeah. yeah, no shame. I think there's, there's something that is, um, like appealing. I said, yeah, exactly. It's appealing. It's attractive. People yep. lean into that. Yep. Exactly. And so your dad is a believer. He is. Yep. Yeah. And, 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 um, so you saw you were, you, you were one of the few great examples of being raised in a godly home mm-hmm. with a great leader. Right. Uh, I, I don't know. I like, I'm, I'm hesitant to use the word good or great. Right. When, even when Jesus, he was asked, Hey, good teacher, what must I do? He said, why do you call me good? Only God's good. So yeah, yeah, yeah. my dad was a, a leader, but he was, he was a good leader. I, I don't know. You know, what you know what I'm saying? He, we all have, I don't think you can point to anybody, even Roosevelt today. You can't point as his leadership other than the way Jesus led, which was less of me, more of, uh, uh, I come to wash feet. I come to serve not. Or be, uh, I come to serve, not be served. Mm-hmm. We all have strengths and weaknesses. And so I come from a, of a context and a culture where I couldn't find great men to point at. So I can call a guy great. Hmm. I can sit here and say a guy that raised kids, loved his Lord, walked the earth best he could, served a community, running into buildings on fire and into cars that are upside down on the freeway. A great leader. I can say that. Because I saw so much brokenness, weakness, and I, so I, I can hang. I, I didn't have something to, I guess, imitate my life and lean on to as an example. This is how my dad did it. This is how my dad did it that I don't appreciate so much. Balanced by what he taught me that I do appreciate. I don't have that balance. It was all bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. And so I can say without ever meeting your dad, seeing how you're carrying yourself and how you just extended his legacy into your life, he's a great leader. You you might not be able to say that. But I appreciate I that. that. I appreciate that. Yeah. And, and no, from that perspective, you're right. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're definitely right. Yeah. That's good. You're an interesting guy. Deep thinker. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I yeah, appreciate yeah. That. And you live in Castro Valley. <laughs> live in Castro Valley. What street? Uh, Canyon Terrace Drive. Canyon. So I'm five giving canyons. away all my secrets, man. That's all right. Five, five canyons? Five canyons. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So I was a landscape designer here for 30 years. So I know every street. Oh, gotcha. And okay. so, yeah, yeah. It's, I love Castro Valley. I was, um, like I was telling you about my first religious experiment, uh, eighth grade, was on Grove and Redwood behind Trader Joe's. Okay. Right yeah. there. And so that's where I had my paper routes. And I went to Hayward High because that was the other side of this freeway. That was that school district. And what high school did you go to? I went to Willow Glen. Oh, yeah, Ram. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a great yeah, you know what? I got I I was very fortunate and blessed to grow up in the area that I did. Yeah. <clears throat> good that you know that. And so where are you how long are you gonna stay in Cash Rally? Where are you gonna raise your families? Oh, that is a good question. Probably until we outgrow the house that we're in and God uh opens up another season of life. Mm-hmm. So and you're with I'm I forgot, which firehouse? 
Uh, well, there's 15 stations. We service the uh, seven, it's like a little arc on the seven cities on the peninsula. Okay, so you commute across the bridge. No, I took 880. All the way around? I'm pinching pennies, I know, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, no, okay, all the way around. Wow. And you work how many days a week? Uh, depends. Two, to, two or three. Yeah. Two or three. Yeah, yeah, good for you. Good for you. Lots of time at home. Yes. What do yep. you do for hobbies? Uh, well, you know what? That is a good question. Here comes a choo-choo train, peekaboo. Those are my hobbies right about now with the two little ones. But Okay. <laughs> yeah. When I got married, sold the golf clubs, ditched the bikes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What? What? No, are, but I. Sorry. What, go ahead. what do you do? What will you do? I. I am very active. I like to be outside, running, playing sports. I grew up with four brothers and sisters. Oh. So we were always outside playing so you're an athlete, competitive ball guy. stuff. Uniforms. You know, I wouldn't do professional, but I love. No, no, no. Yeah, I, like, I enjoy competing. Yeah. Yeah. You're competing. Yeah. Score, clocks, coaches. Yep. Yeah. That's a different kind of athlete. You know, I'm. I'm. I surf skateboard bike world and then there's the ball what, what would you call it? the two type of athletes and then there's the hunter right there's the three the, let's divide guys up remember jesus said don't divide people come together let's divide some guys up we got the ball kind of athlete the extreme kind of athlete then there's the um golfers would fall into the ball and then there's the hunter sportsman brent Favre type of you know, ducker right those guys are like i can't believe the weather and the conditions they go through right is there a fourth that i'm missing and so you're an athlete. Chess. I don't know whatever chess falls in. Not, I'm a chess player. That's not a sport. And those are not athletes. Those are not athletes. And I don't think surfing's a sport. I don't think anything judged is a sport. I think they're talented and they're athletes, but it's corrupt. It's not pure sport. Pure sport is clock, time, line, first, third. Judged events are like biased. Oh man, you'd have some Olympic athletes that line up and Oh, no, 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 no. I've had, those I've had those conversations. Oh, I have, man. I hang out with pro surfers. I had this conversation every day and they, some agree and some disagree. Cause when you're sponsored by, uh, Kellogg's and one of the judges works for Kellogg's and Kellogg's poured $700 million into the event. Who's who, who are the judges watching more than the other? Right. Uh, uh, truth is truth. I feel like I shouldn't open up this bubble any further. Yeah, it's a good... <laughs> you are a joy, Drew. I hope to see you again. Are you going to come to men's retreat? I know. What church you go to now, currently? Uh, right now, I'm going to Russian Gospel Temple, which is across the bay over in San Francisco. But I tell you what, with two little ones, oh, man. It's, uh, it's difficult to drag them all over Yep, serving in the church. so um, but There's a big Russian community right here in Hayward. Isn't there? Yeah, there's little pockets of pockets. Russians everywhere. Is the Russian, say, Russian Gospel Russian Gospel Temple. It gets lost in translation. Sounds intimidating, but no, not really. But where are they at? <laughs> it's uh, kind of in the ghetto, in like Seventeenth Street and uh, what's that other street? Is that Orthodox? I think of it. Uh, Pentecostal. Pentecostal. And so, how how long are the services? About two hours. Mm -hmm. Yep, 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 yep. So, uh, I was um, came to faith in a Pentecostal church and served there for about seven years in Danville. And then in Pleasanton and, um, great people, great passion, just love. It. I went, and then I went to the Baptist. So I got the, I got the sw American Baptist West. So I got the swath 180, both ends of the spectrum, theologically, doctrinally. And I just love God's church. I love his community. I love his people. I love all flavors. You landed somewhere in the middle, somewhere settled in the middle. somewhere in the middle, yeah. somewhere in the middle. I don't know. I don't, I don't feel in the middle. 
uh, I don't, that's a whole other thing. And so God bless you. And so hopefully we'll see you on Sunday. I'd love to meet your your wife and your kids at least once. Yeah. And I'm in the men's corner. If you guys are ever here, come snag me. Love to meet your wife and thank her for loving a great man. You're a great man. I hope to see you again on a Wednesday. Again, tonight, Dust Patrol. It's a smaller group. Lay led. Great men. Randy Carter's teaching tonight, isn't he? Randy Carter, great man. Duran Duran, a, a boxer, teaches. Steve Cavallero, who helped me this morning, teaches. JP, who you didn't see today, teaches. Arasaka teaches. Who else teaches there, Kyle? That's the group, and they're a real tight-knit group of guys, and it's really um, a great way to end the day if you're ever not working and want to get out of the house and come meet some guys or whatever. Uh, Drew, favorite scripture in closing, and why? Hmm, that's a good question. Man, that's a loaded question, let me think. That's not loaded now, but it's a good question. Loaded would mean I have an agenda. For the season of life I'm in with my two little ones, Second uh, Timothy, two sixteen three sixteen. All Scripture is God breathed and useful for teaching, rebuke, training in righteousness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give them. The, They're they too young to listen to this podcast, but <laughs> no, they'll hear it. You'll uh, get great rewards, as you know, I'm sure. Um, and even today, we are so glad that we instilled the Word of God in our kids from that age, mm-hmm. and it will not depart from them. It will not depart from them. It's a great promise. Well, my favorite scripture, thanks for asking, Drew, is John. Is <laughs> <laughs> uh, John 10 10. I think it's the hinge of scripture. The thief steals, and I come to give life. I come to give abundantly, more so than you can even imagine. And the thief, the enemy who wants to take your family apart, this church apart, this culture apart, and this planet apart, comes to take it apart. Thank you, Lord, for coming and giving us life more abundantly. Thank you, Drew, for spending a little bit of time with us and hanging out and doing a podcast. Oh, kind of absolutely. a funky little crazy thing. And like we said, I so when we met you, you thought, wow, this, this is a little different kind of a ministry. And it is a different. You saw the top of the funnel. Hopefully we'll see you on a little insides of the funnels as we grow together. We have nine Timothy groups. Hey, while you're here, we just made a great announcement this morning that Mark, Marky Mark's not going nowhere uh, for the next foreseeable future here in men's ministry. In the fall, we've got some new stuff cooking, including the Timothy Retreat in October. Kyle, what's that date? Three, four, and five? It's when all nine Timothy groups come together for a jamboree, and we have new Timothy groups launching. The Timothy Adventure is a year to year and a half discipleship experience, and it is October 4, 5, and 6. We go on the Russian River or up in the foothills fishing, outdoor cooking, kind of an adventure camp, talk discipleship, get into each other's lives. What are we learning as far as making disciples, people that are imitating how we're walking with the Lord and then going and doing likewise, relying on the Holy Spirit to go and make disciples, all that goodness. That's October 4, 5, and 6. Sign up for Men in the Hills. Uh, April 1st, you save uh, 40 bucks if you sign up between now and April 1st, May three four and five and of course we just launched israel 2020 september 1 through 17th email me at mcampbell at threecrosses.org if you want to make a pilgrimage to the fifth gospel the holy land the land promised to abraham isaac jacob and the land that was redeemed by our lord two thousand years ago and that land extends to the whole stinking planet by the way if you're just doing your geography maps god bless you drew Have a great 
day. Have a great week. Kyle, thanks for all you do. And now we got the background out music. Boom, 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 boom.